Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? Welcome to the vainly titled Danny Palmer Show. This is your host, Danny Palmer. I've said that several times, and by several I mean probably about 160, 80 episodes of this fucking pod. What's up, y'all? I hope you're having a great fucking week and shit like that, dude. I'm actually going to Barcelona for 10 days. Now, what is a podcast host to do if he goes out of the country for 10 days? Is he just supposed to bring his podcast equipment with him to another country? Risking it getting stolen by pickpocketers. I'm told that Barcelona's a lot of pickpocketers. That's where I'm going. I don't know. What we're going to do here, <laughs> this is going to be part one. This day <laughs> is part one of Tom McCaffrey's Plot Smokers podcast, which I recently did. It was so much fun. Basically, what you do is Tom gets you super fucking high, and then you have to recount the plot of a movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off High. So that it was, it was pretty intense, but I feel like I did better than I thought I would do. Please... Enjoy the high recounting. You Jones. Going to talk about the movie Ferris Bueller's Day <laughs> Off. Uh, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, bro? Good. Did you uh, did you get high? <laughs> yeah, I'm not pretend coughing for the show. I actually did. All right, this could be fun. <laughs> so up, the dude? movie I've started recording. So the movie that we're going to be uh, discussing is uh, John Hughes's. Uh, 1986 classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yeah, you scared me. I thought you were going to throw a different movie at me to fuck with me when I was high. It made me scared. Cool. This is <laughs> off to a good start. You're already paranoid. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off probably like five or six times. Um, and have you seen it recently? I, I started to watch. I started to watch it with this girl last week. And then it was late, and then I, I read the, a plot synopsis to like bound up on okay. my memory. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know, this isn't the most... <laughs> this isn't the SATs. Um, I was a little even though, this, what, even though this podcast has been described as the SATs of podcasts. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so the, first we're going to start with, can you just give me like a three-sentence synopsis of the movie ferris bueller's day off like if you were you know writing in like the guide when you you know you go through movies in the in the guide the tv <laughs> guide you know and that describes a movie um yeah like, like what would you write to describe this movie ferris bueller's day off okay i would say um a chicago high school student decides to ditch class his senior year and convinces his girlfriend and best friend to go along on the ride with him. Wow. Were you, were you actually reading that from a guide? No. You, I mean, that sounded really good. Like, that sounds like Thanks. a very good... Well, I, read, I, I was looking on the internet for plot synopses, and some, there were some sites that had, like, a paragraph, so I read, like, two or three of those. That's probably, I probably cobbled those together. Yeah, no, it sounded like something went into your head, because that was, like, the best... <laughs> this is too good. Movie. Yeah. What kind of weed are you smoking? I'm still too good. What? Um, okay, so can you? So let's let's go through the plot. So how does this movie start? Can you kind of just walk me through the beginning of the movie and what happens, and and take me to yeah. the um, to the uh, as they say in screenwriting, the inciting incident, which is basically, uh, you know, kind of what kicks off the story into the rest of the movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let's just start. I, yeah. Okay, I think that it opens on 
like he's laying in bed like pretending to be sick and then his mom comes in to check on him and he acts like he's still sick and then he like doesn't he give like those five things in the screen like lick your palms <laughs> or maybe that's a little later but it's like that that's the beginning setup um, mom. no he does do yeah th- okay you're, yeah you're good so far right yeah like not at the right at the outset but in the first like 10 minutes i think yeah, yeah so anyways, he knows the the way to to uh did school it's a and then he has like there's like titles do you remember what the titles say besides lick your palms fuck there were five of them i i did watch this fuck it's like um don't don't what i think what is them like don't be too convincing like don't act too sick or something like that maybe i don't remember fuck yes that's exactly what it is don't <laughs> is be it no. no um <laughs> <laughs> not even well do you remember what do you they think are? that oh, would be advice to get out of going to school to be hey don't be too sick no it's like clammy hands uh moan and wail moan and wail and he says don't fake a phony fever that's what i meant that's the one that i was that's what I but do you, he says don't fake a phony fever do you know why he says that oh because if she calls you out on it with a thermometer you're busted no <laughs> no <laughs> no, I you're really arrogant about it. <laughs> no, it's because um, you could end up at a doctor's office. Oh, uh, right. Okay, and that's worse. It's like school. choose your own adventure. Yeah. So then, what? And then what happens after that? So then, um, the mom leaves the room, and then the dad comes in to check on him, and they're like, "Oh," and then Jeannie comes in, and she's like, "He's lying. He's not sick," and he's like, "I am too sick," and then. He gives her a wink, like, come on, leave me alone. Like, be on my side. Yeah. And then and the dad and the mom are looking at it and they're so concerned. Like, no, Ferris, you stay here. And he's like, oh, and he goes, she goes, Jeannie, Jeannie, is that you? I can barely see. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. Dude. Like, flicks him off. It's hilarious. It's a really funny movie, man. Um, all right, I think we've, uh, we've, we've, we've covered the first two minutes well. So then what happens? Like, like, so after that scene, what, what's the next part? Wow, I feel like, God, I don't remember the, the exact screenplay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be just like, like big plot points. Like, what's one of the <laughs> next big plot points? Uh, okay, all right. Um, so he's, we've established he's taking a day off. Yes. So then, okay, I think I do remember this. So I, then His I think he calls, Yeah. He calls Sloan to, to get her to skip school. And of course she's in. He calls Sloan. Oh, no, wait. He calls Cameron to get Cameron yeah, to skip yeah. school. And Cameron's like, no, I'm too sick. I can't move. I'm too tired. Yeah. And then he finally convinces Cameron. And then Cameron and Ferris go to the school to pick up Sloan. Oh, but first they do that call to the school. Yeah, how do they call. get... How, and who is Sloan? Sloan is Ferris's girlfriend. Okay. Do you know the name of the actress that plays her? I don't. Okay. Um, Mia Sarah. It's not important, but... So she's how great. do they get her out of school? Because she's in school, right? Yeah. So they pretend. Cameron gets involved. He finally takes a good attitude. And then he calls the school and pretends to be her father and says that her grandmother has died and that they need to come pick her up. What is the like, name oh, okay. of the father that they pretend to be? Fuck, I don't know. I don't, I'm not good at movie names. The only oh. ones I'm going to know are Ferris, Cameron, and uh, Sloan. And does something happen on the phone call? And Jeannie. Um, when they're the when phone, yeah, so that Mr. Peterson is who he's pretending to be. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And he's like, 
I will come down there and <laughs> I don't remember all the time. <laughs> and what? And he's like, Oh, my daughter better be out in front of the school at twelve PM or I'm gonna be super pissed off. And, and then, then does what is fair does Ferris do something at that point? Do they I think like, like do they get into a fight? Who, Ferris and Sloan? No, Ferris and Cameron. Sloan's in school still. Oh yeah. I don't remember that. Did they get in a fight? Oh yeah, because Cameron doesn't want to be involved. And Ferris is like, no, come on, we're gonna party, dude. We got one day. Okay, all right. So then they need to go pick her up. Yeah. But they need to do something to pick her up. Do you remember what that is? They just have to pull in front of the school and just look like the dad. Now. What yeah, but there's a big he's gonna pretend to be the dad, but there's a very big thing that he needs to pull off that he's the dad. Because the dad is a rich guy. Oh, the nice car. That's why. Oh, that's right. Sorry. That's why he talks Cameron into using his dad's car to go pick up Sloan. Okay. What kind of car is it? It's like some red car from the 50s. <laughs> I, like, even yeah, if you, that, even right. you showed him, Ferrari. I still wouldn't know. What? what? That's right. It is a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about car brands, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they only say it the entire movie. But um, so. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, this is good. You're supposed to not. No, I like it. Um, this is, this is, this, like, you not being good at this is good. Okay, good. Yeah. So, okay, so he gets him to take the Ferrari out, and then what they, then what do they do? Then they're like, then Sloan comes, and, and doesn't she do something like she makes out with the dad, or she does some weird thing, and the principal's like, did she just make out with that guy right in front of the school? Yeah. Doesn't she, like, kiss? Well, with Ferris. Yeah. Fer- yeah. He kisses Ferris, but Ferris is supposed to be her dad. So then they're like, well, why is she kissing her dad? Right? Yeah. And yeah, that... Okay. okay, so then where do they go in the car? They're, they got slown out. Where do they go? So now they just haul ass to downtown Chicago. And then they get down there. And then they go to this restaurant. And they want to... They pretend that they're the sausage king of Chicago to get into the restaurant. That's and then the dad they, is in the, the restaurant. Right? Okay, some stuff happens before that, but do you remember? No. Okay, what um, what's the name of what's the fake name he's giving to be the sausage to get into the restaurant? Fuck, Wh- like Art. What? Art Winkle. What's the name? <laughs> Art Winkle or something, or like Art Winkle. Art. It's close. It's Abe Froman. Abe Froman. Abe Froman. The sausage king of Chicago. It was kind of close. No, it wasn't Danny. No, no, that was pretty. That was pretty up. Um, and uh, <laughs> do they? So they they did. What happens at the restaurant? Did, did does the guy believe them? The, no. The, yeah, the waiter's really snooty. So, yeah, yeah and he, he's a real piece of shit. He's that got that blonde like from uh forty or that poof or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, then he's like, "Oh, you're April man." And then he's like, "Oh, bullshit!" And then he goes around the corner and he gets the phone t- to check. And then somehow Ferris gets the phone redirected to him, and he he gets out. He's like, he do "You don't let." Can you explain what? that? How does he do that? How does Ferris get the call to him to be on the call? Fuck, I don't know because they were just sitting there in the room eating, right in the lunchroom eating, and then maybe slamming under the table. <laughs> Wait, who's in the lunch? No, no, I'm, they're they're at the restaurant now. A restaurant, sorry, the lunchroom of the dining room of the restaurant. <laughs> The lunchroom. Um, 
All right, so that doesn't matter. Somehow he convinces him, and then they eat at the restaurant, and then what happens after the restaurant when the, when they're leaving the restaurant? The, then they um, I think they get in the car, and that's when they see Ferris's dad in the cab next to Ferris. And then they get into a she cab. Tends to be a hot chick. I mean, she's hot, but what? They get into a cab, right? Yeah. And is is anything going on on the side with like another character like that they keep cutting to like a school official guy? Oh, the principal, yeah, yeah. What's he doing? Oh wait, and dude, I forgot about the two dudes that when they park the car, the two dudes take the car on a joyride for 179 miles. Wow, you know that you know the exact number of miles? Yeah, that's what it said in the plot synopsis that I read. <laughs> Oh, so now you're just getting into the okay. Um, now this is pure plot synopsis. You um, so but what's going on with the principal, like on the side, like he's pissed. What he thinks he realizes that Ferris has duped him in front of the school, and so he plots a course of revenge to prove that Ferris is cheating. Oh, and then I remember this part too. I did watch more than I remember because Ferris goes into the school computer and starts hitting backwards in the number of days that he's been absent. It's like nine eight seven six five four three two. Like right when the secretary yeah. is watching it go down, like a pretty baller move. Yeah, that was like at the beginning though. So like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but like, so what does the principal do at this point? Like, does he leave the school? And yeah, go I think to he out to... by any chance. Yeah, but it, the house is at the end when he drops the bowl on the dog. But th- he doesn't go to the house until the very end. I don't think. No, he goes there like in the middle of the movie. There's like a lot of the movie. Do you, do you remember he goes to the house and like he rings a doorbell and something happens? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get, was I that not a synopsis? What? Yeah, dude. Just broad strokes only. All right, let's just go right to this. So all right, he, he, he rings the doorbell and... And he hears Ferris go, hello. And he's like, Ferris, come down. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not feeling too well. Like, I can't come down. I don't want to risk coming down and getting hurt. And then he's like, have a nice day. Like, Ferris's voice on the speaker. And then the principal's pissed, and he presses the doorbell again, and he hears the exact same recording. So he realizes it's a recording of Ferris. He's not really home. Uh and then do you That's remember or do you remember somebody's going on with the sister too Jeannie? she has a boyfriend what no no Jeannie, the sister of ferris bueller what is she is oh, it i think it's just someone going out with her you said something no no, going no, no. With there's her? something going on with her Sorry, like, I is she, isn't she doing something she uh she's real pissed at ferris and she just goes into class i don't know <laughs> <laughs> she's real pissed at Ferris and goes into class. What? Yeah, she's at like odds against him. She doesn't like him immediately. The whole but and so what she does because but she's so mad, she just goes to class. Fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> what did she do? I she, feel goes like she, such a she goes home to find out if he's there or not. Oh right, she's not okay. a side character. I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like you're high or something. Um, <laughs> so, so. All right, let's get back to Ferris and Cameron and, and Slow. So, so does something happen where they go somewhere and something big happens? You mean oh, they go they go to the Merck Center 
the trade floor and they go to the art museum. Those are the two of the stops along yeah, the Yeah, no, the, that's no, no. The, but does something really big happen? Like, do they go to like, let's say a um, parade? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, but that's towards the end, right? They go to the Cubs game too. They, yeah, they do go to the Cubs game. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but isn't the parade at the end? It's like towards the end, but okay. we're getting to that part. Like, so what happens yeah. at the parade? Wait, why, why are we skipping the fucking art museum? That's my favorite part. Okay, what happens at the art museum? Do you mind? Sorry. What? Remember when, when they go in and Cameron looks at the, the picture of the painting and it's like the, the lady on the bank of the river and the little kid's face and it just zooms in and the kid looks like the kid's face is like blurry and, and he really. Yeah, why is he that. doing that? What does that moment mean? Why does, I love that. Why does John Hughes have that? I think, I think it was to say that he felt like not seen by the, his loved ones around him. And that he felt yeah. like this nameless screaming figure in his life and had never thought about other someone else being like that. And maybe that was yeah. the first time he witnessed that idea. Yeah. He sees that in the painting like himself. He sees like a yeah. kid being holding like a parent's hand and they're like screaming. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's kind of a sad part, right? It is. But I think, I think that was one of the most important scenes because why I think that's what made that's what made it not just like a silly, you know, crazy hijinks movie. That made it like have some depth and some like meaning to it. And Ferris says stuff too. He says, um, he goes, I, I wrote this on my phone. He goes, uh, I don't believe in the Beatles. I believe in myself. I was like, that's fucking badass. Well, no, do you, he's quoting someone. Oh, <laughs> I thought he thought that. <laughs> he goes, I, I don't. That. It's like John Lennon said, I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me. Oh, that's right. Sorry. And then he goes, um, he might have been onto something there. He was the walrus. Yeah. Yep. Do you just remember all this or are you reading from a script? Did you have this? No, I know this movie really well. I've seen it a lot. Jesus. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. Your I knowledge know, of I this movie a... is upsetting. What? what? You just know everything about this movie, dude. Almost. Yeah. Almost as much as you. Um, <laughs> what? How do the other students throughout the movie? How do the other kids at school feel about Ferris? What kind of rep does he have? Oh, he's the fucking hero. It's like cool. say, they start to the save Ferris campaign. Ferris is the man. Everybody loves Ferris. They kind of know that he's a shyster, but they love him. Why Except do they love kids. him? Because he just like parties. They're like he's a cool guy, and <laughs> the, the, no, he I think he had convinced the school that he was dying of cancer, didn't he? <laughs> I think he had a no, I don't know what happened. Well, anyway, that's all right. I, so, what happens? At, let's go back to this like parade part. So, what happens at the parade? Like, why are why are they like? Does something happen at the parade? Yeah. What like Ferris. what? What Ferris de- decides to jump on a float and lead twist and shout. Yeah, in front of the whole crowd. Um. Yeah. Same before that. No, no. That that's that's basically it. Yeah, and okay. then what? Would you would you say that's kind of the pinnacle of the movie? Like that's one of the uh, like landmark scenes. Absolutely. And that's, then what happened? That's the that most iconic scene. And what do you think? It it is the most iconic scene, right? Yeah. Which is weird because like I feel like you didn't remember it that well. 
<laughs> I'm a more like fourth tier art museum moment scene. But you did guy. like the but the art museum part really stuck with you. Um, yeah, that was my favorite part. That's what my everyone go, talks about when you bring this movie up. They're like, "Did you see Ferris Bueller's Day Off?" They're like, "Yeah, remember that art? The part where he, yelled, he stares at the art museum." <laughs> like, no. Do you remember um, that? I think that's kind of a Rorschach test, though. That like some people parts of this movie would stand out more. Yeah. Like, was did that hit home with you somehow? Like, did that moment? Why? Why do you think that hit mm-hmm. home with you? Maybe. Why? Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, my parents are really religious. Growing up, I didn't feel unseen though, but I, I might have felt like not fully understood or like. You know, would, not wanting that. Would you feel like, um, like when you watch this movie, did you think of yourself as like, oh, I would want to be like Ferris Bueller, or did you see yourself as more like Cameron? Definitely more like Ferris. You saw yourself more like Ferris. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't cool like Ferris was when I was in high school, but I was like had that same kind of like freewheeling spirit. Like, yeah, let's go fucking party. Let's go do shit. Um, <laughs> Although I never skipped school, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so basically nothing about him was like you at all yeah i'm a real free spirit <laughs> with a perfect no, but I, it's weird because i do think you would, i think that's part of the allure of this movie is that people look at him and they see they want to be they want to, to think of themselves as being like ferris but they're not really do you know what i mean like but i yeah. think when you watch it you're like oh i'm like that and did you is that what kind of like resonated with you like oh i'm like this or this is how i would want to be yeah this is how i would want to be okay i would want to be the one that's like got some fun schemes and like everybody's into it i mean part of what's redeeming about it is that everybody likes him he's not like a reviled character even though he's the bad guy quote unquote right do you think he's like a bad guy again who's the bad is there a bad guy in ferris bueller cameron's dad (laughs) Well, there's another guy who's in the movie a lot that we talked about who's kind of... Oh, the principal. Duh, sorry. (laughs) The very obvious bad guy? Yeah, the bad guy. The guy who's the bad guy in the movie. Um, (laughs) So, okay, can we go... So after the parade, what what happens? They they get into the car again, right? Yeah, and then they almost run into her dad again, or his his dad again, I think, on the way over to the house. No, no. It happens twice. Not then? That comes kind of later, but they're driving home in the Ferrari and they make like a discovery that's like kind of bad. Do you remember? No. Okay. Well, you mentioned it before. They realized that (laughs) guys drove the car like 179 miles. Do you remember? Oh, oh, the, the car's all banged up? No, no. There's like the miles are really high on the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Cameron says... He he checks the mileage. Oh, that's that's where he first realized this is a problem because they didn't ding it up yet, right? And then what happens to Cameron at that point? Does something? He flips out. Yeah. What does he do? He's just like, God damn it, Ferris is your fucking fault. I gotta fucking my dad's gonna be super pissed. <laughs> How are we gonna get rid of these miles? No, that's not what he. No, he goes into a catatonic state. He doesn't <laughs> panic okay. actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like in the beginning, he kind of did that too. Let yeah. my Cameron go. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, like really specific, weird details. Like, <laughs> yeah. The huge part, like <laughs> the main characters you don't really remember. Um, right. 
So what, all right, so he's catatonic and they're at a pool. Does something happen? At the, and they're like, Cameron, talk. Like, are you going to talk again? Do you remember? He won't uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. so then he talks and then he, they're back at his house in the garage with the car. What happens there? Remember? Yes, they're... wait, can I pause for a moment on the pool scene? Yeah. That was a poignant scene too because that's when Ferris and Sloan were trying to decide their futures after high school and they were going away to different cities. So they were kind of working pool? through that angst. Yeah, weren't they talking about that by the pool? Really? Pretty sure. What, is, what do they say? Like, I think she's going to go to a way to a different town, and they're kind of like deciding that they can. Not yeah, that's not together. at the pool, but that that is at uh, that point. Okay, sorry. It's, yeah, there's a where they where he's looking at the camera, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. And, what? Yeah. What years? Just on a side note, what year? What What year is Cameron and and Ferrison. Well, you're of, of high school? Yeah. I think they're, uh, they're seniors. What about Sloan? I think Sloan's a senior too. Aren't they all seniors? No, Sloan's a junior. Oh. He says that that's kind of perverted that you know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Because I, I remember a fact from the movie. <laughs> you're a pervert. You keep track of what year of high school movie no, character the part girls that you are just reference, he says this is going to be a problem because Sloan has another year of school left. That's kind of the whole predicament. Uh, okay. Okay. So Ferris is the one that's going away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't Tom condescending when he talks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that was part one of Plot Smokers, the recounting of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, next week will be part two. And then I will make my triumphant return from Barcelona with a legion of tales to tell, I am sure. Thank you for uh, tolerating my summer. I mean, look, I got to go on vacation at some point, right? I'm going to fucking kill myself if I just sit around this fucking studio apartment and don't do anything. I got to get out there. Got to get in the world. Get out there in the mix. But the apps will stay fresh and continue on. This fall should be fun. Once again, July was the best month in the history of the two years of the podcast. Don't fucking leave me now, you fucking fucks. All right, thanks for listening to the Danny Palmer Show. Instagram, Danny Palmer NYC. I'll see you on fucking Friday, you Jew.